0: Janmastami ki jai. ki jai. ki jai. So, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Hey everyone. Today is the janmashtami We began, of course, early this morning with our observances, and uh, we read a little something also from Bhagwat with regard to the nature of the environment and how it uh, responded to the auspicious appearance of Sri Krishna with uh, Sri Padraśvam Chakravati commentary. So that was a uh, description of the environment in Mathura. As we've been discussing, there's the birth in Mathura, there's the birth in in the uh, village in Mahawan, Gokul. And, and um, in the course of the whatever ten days or so that we've been discussing, the uh, appearance of Krishna and, and Balaram, we had uh, occasion to speak about the dham also. Dham means light and it means the abode of the Godhead. So... Mathura, uh, Mandal was described. And we talked a little bit about the expanded idea of Golok that includes Dwaraka as well. So we have the Vrindavan, Mathura, Dwaraka, and different manifestations of Krishna relative to the devotion in these places. In Dwaraka, Dwarkas. is perfect, Matura is mo- most perfect and Vrindavan, or more perfect, excuse me, and Vrindavan is most perfect. So this way we talked a little bit about Golok, its makeup and so forth, made up of of bhava, of praying, and the corresponding forms of the Lord and so forth, and with regard to the birth as well of Krishna, the, jan- the Janma on the Astami on the eighth day of the waning moon just passed, was the full moon, of Baldev's appearance, Balaram, Krishna's uh, elder brother, among other things, as we discussed, not somebody to be neglected. An emotional, as I've described a wave in the moment of the absolutes. These are the different avatars, expansions, and so forth. So this is a huge wave, Balaram. It's a wave of sakya. Hmm? Uh, friendliness and, and how, and its full measure, in terms of how it may reach towards well-wishing and, and on one side and on the other side down to, towards serving, in between, full equality. So, different kinds of sakya all included there. Hmm. Um, I mean, we have huge emotional, eternal moments in the life of the Absolute Balde, from whom this friendliness, if you will, personified, comes all the other avatars and expansions, Hmm? so a big person. So big brother, Daoji, which means older brother and and more. Hmm? Um, We also began our talks with some mention of the glorification of Sriman Gauranga Mahaprabhu, who's the giver of the gift of Krishna Bhakti. So first the giver and then the gift. Uh, We will think like this. So we offer our regard to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We view Krishna Leela through the eyes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, his teaching and so forth. Again, as I've mentioned in the course of our talks, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna in his sadhakadeha, Krishna wants to attain Radha's prema. Hmm? That's difficult because Radha's prema is experienced by her in the position of what we call the um, ashraya, ashraya alambana. In order for there to be rasa, there has to be vishaya and asha, ashraya. Vishaya means the object of love, and ashraya means the, like the embodiment of the love. So, the embodiment of the love reposes the love on the object and the reciprocal reciprocation, reciprocal dealings the reposing and the subsequent reciprocation and so forth this is what we call rasa in the full-blown spiritual emotional expression, rasananda raso vayi saha Upanishad says, he is rasa Brahman is rasa so the Goswamis, the Vrindavan Goswamis have capitalized on this statement and made a case, a strong case, for Krishna's two Bhagavan Sayam, based on consideration of aesthetic rapture. In other words, the, the case they've made is that Krishna uh, represents the supreme object of love, the perfect object of love of all manifestations of divinity. And why? Because we find the capacity to reciprocate in full with all varieties of love embodied in him. Hmm? So, is Radha Krishna. So Radha Krishna one and different. Hmm? Krishna is sweet, it's like sugar, but Sugar can't taste itself. For the sake of mistasting himself, he manifests as Radha. And so, um, <clears throat> she tastes then in the form of Radha. She tastes, but there's a difference here because they're one in terms of tattva. Hmm? But they're difference, different in terms of bhava. This is the abed, abed, achintya abed, abed. Somebody, I'll make a fine point for you here, for those of you who are a little more acquainted with the Gaudiya theology. Someone has made the case that, that in Nityananda's lineage, hmm, he is the embodiment of Sakurasa being non-different than Ram is Chaitanya is non-different than Krishna for the Kali Yuga. They, they appear. In Nityananda's lineage there is Sakyrasa, hmm. Um But... Um, Some people say, no, actually, we have in Nityananda's lineage, we have Madhurya Rasa also. This is, um, as Madhurya Rasa became popular, as the theology became def- refined through the focus, through the lens of the Vrindavan Goswamis, as I've explained. Um, and of course, this week, to some extent, we've touched on this topic as it became refined, it became the final word on on all that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu represents, embodies, and so forth uh, through the Vrindavan Goswamis, and then the pen of Krishnadas Kaviraj and his Chaitanya Charitamrita. Naturally, then, the fact that that Mahaprabhu is Krishna taking a form. Hmm, of a sadhaka, of a practitioner, to attain the prem of Radha, to taste the prem of Radha, because in a lila he can't taste the prem, because they're one, this is complicated, but it's interesting, they're, they're one in tattva, but the, by the Baba makes the, makes the difference, hmm? makes for the difference, so one and different. Hmm? Radha's not different from Krishna because she's his primal shakti, but at the same time she is manifest, as different for the sake of these reciprocal dealings, bhava love, praying. Hmm? Hmm. But Krishna is in the position of the perfect object of love, so he can't taste himself. He sees the measure to which she is tasting him and experiencing love, and he longs to taste that being Rasaraj himself. He starts to question, am I really Rasaraj? The the limits of Ras are being... um, tasted by by her, from her perspective and not mine. Now, because they're one hmm, in tattva, it doesn't mean that, oh, Krishna can fully taste himself as Radha. Well, he wants to taste himself as himself. Hmm. In other words, if, because Radha and Krishna are one, from a point of view of Siddhanta, the Shakti and the Shaktiman being you, you cannot separate heat and light from fire. They're one. But there's a difference too, kind of. <laughs> the energy and the energetic source. So because there's this oneness and difference at the same time, sometimes we'll talk about it from the perspective of oneness, sometimes from the perspective of difference. We tend to emphasize the difference because that creates then the Leela. If you look at it all one, there's no... There's no fun, so to speak. <laughs> so, it, it, uh, from the point of view of bhava, then it's all lila. Um, and, and so, if the radhas tasting the Prem hmm, that she does amounted to Krishna's tasting the Prem, because they're one, from the point of view of tattva, then there would be no need for Chaitanya.
1: Hmm?
0: Right? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is an answer to the theological existential problem there. Hmm? For Krishna to fully taste the, Radha, the prem of Radha, he has to take her position, take that, come from that vantage point. But that's not possible in Krishna Leela. So the limitations of Krishna Lila, thus another moment, emotional moment in eternity, is born. This is what we call Chaitanya. And in a, and in a sense, this is his sadhakadeha, hmm? Krishna's. He's doing sadhana, spiritual practice, as Chaitanya, to 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 attain the, the praying, the taste of the prem of Radha. So Nityananda Prabhu is sakiras, hmm in sakuras. Uh, but as the, the lineage defined itself more than the idea that Chaitanya came in the utmost sense to taste the prema of Radha becoming prominent as it should. Some people thought, oh, we better have this Radha's prema in our lineage. Otherwise, um, not as many people are gonna be coming and joining and there won't be as many with your bodies to eat, so sometimes mm-hmm. things deteriorate like this. Hmm? And spiritual life uh, turns into something mundane, although uh, full of spiritual trappings. That happens. Hmm? That's mentioned in the Gita. What does he say? Yoga nashta. Yoga nashta. Nashta means destroyed. So yoganash this teaching I'm giving, Krishna says, sometimes it becomes uh, how do you say uh, it becomes spoiled. It becomes um, lost. lost. Mm. They, they, it's, it's, it's there in appearance but the real essence of it is, is lost. People identify with the externals and uh, the form the letter of the law and the spirit of it is lost, and everything is lost. Then, hmm? better the spirit and no form, but better both—the <laughs> letter and the, and the spirit of, the, of it all. So, both things together. But time. This is Krishna. Just says this is the influence of time, and of course, as I've explained many times, Krishna has said himself, "What time I am, right?" So, Krishna himself disrupts the whole thing, hmm? principally by taking the, the protectors of that, the embodiments of that, whom he can no longer bear separation from, that are canvassing in the world into his inner circle. And then there's a vacuum created, or so it appears. But this is the play of time, so this is the play of the hand of Krishna. Taking one means putting another forward. Hmm? He wants, he wants to showcase another of his devotees and parampara, which is mentioned in this verse of the Gita, which is the solution to the problem. One means one after another, literally. One after another. So the one is taken back and another is brought forward and pushed into the, to the, to the limelight, so to speak, for canvassing. This is parampara. This is, this is his play then with his devotees. Hmm? It's really not a problem, it's just perceived as such by us. The problem is only that persons become attached to, we, we, we're drawn within by the force of, the, of the, the devotion of another really, but then we tend to gravitate towards the fringe of that and identify, because we are externally oriented. Someone has the power to draw us within Mm-hmm. and our attention within to an extent even give us some exp- experience, but we are oriented otherwise. Therefore, sadhu sangha is so important. Sadhu sangha, sadhu sarva shastri sadhu sangha, siddhi a moment of this will change your life. At that moment, what that moment was, when it first happened, that is intervention, divine intervention, change the course of a life that's become more or less deterministic by choices made hmm, that perpetuate similar choices. hmm, Similar choices, we're stuck. We've made choices in a particular way and so we tend to make choices in the same way even though other opportunities present themselves a way out, so to speak, or a better choice. So the force then hmm, of divine intervention, it's kind of, Krishnanam is a bit aggressive and we're happy for that. Prabhupada once said that I came to your country as an aggressor and I thought, thanks for that, <laughs> that kind of aggression. Affectionate, you know, aggressive love. We find this in Radha, very kind of <laughs> uh, possessive praying and uh, uh, won't settle for anything less. So. the Followers of Chaitanya have difficulty settling for people getting less than what uh, the wealth of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give, that Golok ker the wealth of golok as we were speaking the other night. So, <clears throat> so, Krishna, and then there's another emotional moment as Chaitanya. Hmm? But uh, we are emphasizing the point by way of um, uh, addressing this uh, question, issue that someone brought to me, that in Nityananda Prabhu's lineage we have Sakiras. then there's the deterioration after the disappearance of Chaitanya in Nityananda Prabhu. People gravitating towards the externals and they start making a business out of the lineage and so forth and uh, it happens. Uh, this is the Yoganastha. Hmm? Uh, so we need reformers, so to speak, of the tradition to shake things up and give a focus. The guru, the sadhu is, sadhu means to cut also. So he speaks, she speaks sharply hmm, to the point, not just patting us on the back. Everything's all right, it's all one and good. There's not even a need for practice. Practice is also illusion and so forth <laughs> It's a popular, so sounds good. We should talk about the goal beautifully, but we should talk about the practice in a compelling way also. As, as unpalatable unbe- as, un- as it is, you know, we have ears for the goal, but for the practice, we, we've got something else to do. You know, we hear about the thorns that you know, surround the rose, so to speak. It's only oh, thorny a little bit in the beginning. And that's just about letting go so, that's our problem. At any rate, Netananda Prabhu is giving Sakya ras, and they're thinking, well, hey, other people are, other lineages are giving them Madhuri Ras, we better have it in ours also, although we're going to get less followers. So, they invent the idea, this happens, that, well, Netananda Prabhu is Balaram, Balaram has his Shakti Anangamandjari, sister of Radharani, so, as an Angamanjari, Balaram is tasting the Madhurya Rasa. Therefore, Nityananda Prabhu tastes Madhurya Rasa and we find we, we have it here. Hmm? But this is a problem. If that was true, then there would be no need for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as I've already explained. Hmm? If the Vishai, in this case, um, if, 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 if Balaram can, can fully experience the Madhurya Rasa through the Anangamanjari, then Krishna can fully experience this Mother eras through Radha, and there's no need for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So anyway, we shouldn't think like that. No. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is like a deha of Krishna. Hmm? And it's perfect. Therefore we should know also, the Sadhakadeha deha Mahaprabhu taught, Anam is also perfect. This is a very great mystery. So, today, in the context of our talk, we're going to give initiation to some devotees. This means they get a sadhaka deha. Deha means body, sadhaka means practitioner, practitioner's body. And the various ornaments and so forth, they are to be decorated with the tosi mala and the tilak and, and so forth. And over and above that, they are to be decorated with humility, tolerance, giving honor to others, expecting no honor. This is the decorum that Chaitanya Mahāprabhu was mandated for his devotees. Trinādapi nāmanina manadena He said, by wearing these things, hmm, these ornaments of humility tolerance and so forth, then enchanting, prem will come quickly. Hmm? prem will come quickly. prem is a huge transformation It's a world of ecstasies. Every movement, every thought, a type of ecstasy. So these are the, like, I've given an example, nuclear explosions on the sun that are going on. So in the emotional life of the Absolute, these nuclear explosions are going on as avatars, as exchange with devotees, and so forth. The movements of the devotees, all different types of ecstasies, sattvicabhav, anubhav. Sancharibhava, and Vibhava, and so forth. All this combining together in the nuclear explosions of Rasananda. <clears throat> so, that Bhavadeha is pretty supple, supple flexible. Hmm? Our sadhaka-deha must become, Mahaprabhu's teaching, must become flexible. At least this flexible. You have to be able to bow down like this. So, Pisa Niacena. Very flexible. So he said, when we start to become, and this is interesting because this idea, when you wear these ornaments of tolerance and humility and so forth, offering honor to others, expecting no honor for yourself, these things should be practiced, cultured, then uh, you become steady in your practice. So becoming flexible allows you to become steady. Hmm? try that mm. it's in nishta. it's interesting Nishta means bhajan is practices the bhajan agree, the activities of the bhajan of the bhajan life that we give at the feminine initiation are fixed they're like they're like they're like uh, habits hmm? like eating hmm? you don't have to think about it you do it or or sleeping so the bhajan becomes like that hmm? It's, it's not calculated. You you, 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 It's, it's, it's become. You become habituated in it that you like coffee or something. You can't. Yeah, you can't. People can't live without that. They have to have their coffee. I have to have my chanting, hmm? in the morning, hmm? and so on and so forth. So, um, and, and, so one becomes fixed in this way, if you will, and rigid but that rigidity at the same time with regard to practice makes one flexible otherwise. He or she understands this is not a black and white affair. Spiritual life is very um, multi-nuanced and I'm always going to be learning something here forever. As Puja Pachita Maharaj used to like to say, we we're all students forever. Hmm? So we should be proud uh, to be a humble member the ideas and a student of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. This is the uh, uh, how we should should think. So, um, um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then is Krishna, as I say, in the Sadhaka Daya. He's teaching. While the leela of Krishna had its constraints for Krishna in terms of his tasting the prema of Radha because he's always in the position of the of the object of love. She's the personification of the love. He wanted to switch positions. How He couldn't do that. How could Krishna become Radha in the Leela? Hmm? So there's another explosion that is Chaitanya. This is another part then of Goloka. We've talked about Goloka. There's Dwaraka, there's Mathura, there's, there's Vrindavan. We're talking about the birth of Krishna in, in Mathura in the city, in the prison house of Kamsa and the birth of Krishna, the simultaneous birth of Krishna in Vrindavan. Hmm? So we've talked about these different realms of, of in Goloka. We introduced our whole discussion ten days or so ago with remembrance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, so we've come back to that now. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And, and we, we address the point that there's another nuclear explosion in Goloka and that is the uh, sweta dwipa this nadia hmm? inside of vrindavan we find this nadia this abode of chaitanya this experience it's uh, it's a gupta vrindavan hmm? it's uh, chaitanya lila is, is often looked at by us as i said earlier as the giver of the gift of krishna lila of krishna Prem. and that's true but the deeper that we go into Krishna Leela, what do we find? What is the zenith of Krishna Leela? The zenith of the Prakat Leela, the manifest Leela, as found in the Bhagavatam, is the consummation of the love of Radha and Krishna that takes place in the in, in, in Rasa dance and others, gopis, and so forth. Hmm? This, everything is building up to that. Everything after that is reflecting back on that, if we study it carefully. Hmm? And in the height of that, this is where Krishna has his existential crisis. He sees Radha's love and he sees the Gopi's love and he sees it exceeds anything that he has. He 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 sees that these people, as the Gita says, they, they, they took me up on my word. I said in the Gita, As people surrender to me, I reciprocate accordingly. These people took that up and they surrendered to me in such a way that I can't reciprocate anymore, they've, uh, they've exhausted I have to be, I'm, I can't reciprocate, I'm theirs, I'm a plaything in their hand, hmm? they've completely captured me, hmm? they have to be satisfied with their service itself, I worship that, I wish I could taste that, I want to taste that, I can't taste that, I can do anything. I should be able to taste that. (laughs) Let me open my bag of tricks here. You know I'm tricky. This is Krishna speaking. So let me change my color hmm, from sham to gold hmm, and so forth. And so the Leela of Chaitanya is found right there. This is the genesis, esoteric genesis. This is the emotional moment in the life of Krishna that gives rise to this. This is the internal reason for it if you will. Hmm. And then it has an external effect also that here's Krishna in pursuit of that and we're learning how to pursue it also hmm. through his example. So this is Krishna in a practitioner's body and the practitioner's body, Gaur's body is perfect, right? Hmm. And there's a Nitya love of Chaitanya in golok. So the body that we get as practitioners hmm. It takes on special character. Hmm. With initiation, Mahabhu said, at the time of initiation, the practitioner's body becomes anandamoy. That means initiation takes a little while to play itself out till the sambandha uh, is complete. Hmm. In, 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 in ruchi, asakti, Bhavbhakti. bhakti then you're... Somebody, the, the initiation is complete. So today is the beginning, like this. So it was asked, "How should we think of the John Master?" I said, "Well, you think you're pregnant now. Hmm? <laughs> okay, you've been initiated. If you have, you're pregnant. So Krishna's there in the womb, but he hasn't come out yet. Hmm? He hasn't taken birth yet. That will take a little bit of, little bit of time. Hmm? So, so." with regard to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we find that he observed this jhanamastami. So, one thing is the lila of the jhanamastami that we've been discussing about. And the other thing is the observance of the Janmashtami vrata, the vow, the way in which devotees traditionally uh, observe this uh, sacred day. And there may be some differences. Here, here we've been doing it for ten days. So, um, so, what's the originesis of this then? This observance, and is it what? What is the nature of this observance? What is the value of that? What does the sacred, the sacred text say about it, and so forth? All these things are worth addressing on this day, so that you can remember why I'm fasting, as you you know feel the pangs of hunger and so forth. You have some reasoning to to think about it hmm. and and draw from it all that uh, that's, that's possible there. So. We know that Krishna was born in in uh, Mathura, but at that time he was in the prison house, so it was a problem. And um, Devaki and Vasudev, because of the nature of their love, they prayed to him and he appeared in a certain way, of course, with four hands and, you know, there was no labor or, or anything like that. Um, so they prayed to him and Devaki asked him, if you could please, you know, like, disguise yourself. You know, you look like God and Kam's is the enemy of God. and So she's mixed up with parental affection and and a sense of Krishna's godliness. As she goes on that side, there's no problem. As she goes on the other parental side, there's a problem. So she has this mixture of sentiments that sometimes see him in terms of the, his divinity and sometimes just as her son. So... But anyway, Krishna takes the two-armed form. Really, Devakasam has explained the two-armed son of Nanda went there via Yoga Maya for a moment and then was taken back by Vasudev. So, the point here only is that, that I'm making at the moment, is that they didn't have the chance, Vasudev and Devaki, to celebrate their son's birthday. Not on that day, neither any day thereafter until the killing of Kamsa because once Krishna was born and then hidden in the the, bridge in the village in the home of Nanda and so forth Kamsa was now out with his henchmen looking for the son that was going to kill him and it could be anywhere so he was performing his atrocities and so forth and it's not that Vasudeva and Devaki could have a, you know, a birthday party. They remained uh, in, in shackles. So it was after Krishna then left Vrindavan at about ten and a half, eleven years old, and uh, met Kamsa in the, in the uh, wrestling arena. Kamsa had sent out, he, he had kept, he had been sending these um, goons. To Vrindavan, they were yogis, so not all you know. Some yogis are bogies, so uh, and one one of the aspects of the bogi means to be to be an enjoyer uh, of of yoga that people try to enjoy is the power of yoga. So even in the sutras of Patanjali, he warns against this. This is a byproduct. Don't 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 get enamored by that. But we do find this one and that one, but. Performing some siddhi and so forth, I get enamoring followers and, and so on. So it's, it's, a, it's a big, um, therefore we said, Bhukti Mukti Siddhi Kami Sakaleya Shanta Krishna Bhakta Nishkama Taeva The devotee of Krishna is peaceful because he or she is not interested in Bhukti, which means material enjoyment, Mukti, liberation, or Siddhi. Bhukti Mukti Siddhi Kami. Kami means desire. So desire for Bhukti desire for mukti, desire for siddhi, this will not make you peaceful. Krishna-bhakti, Nishkam without any desire. Hmm? Atahi-va-shanta, he can become peaceful, she can become peaceful. So, we find in the world today the yogis become distracted by these siddhis. And even they don't have good character, morally speaking, ethically speaking, and they may have some power. We see examples like this. Hmm? Abuse people and so forth. So, um, so Khansa anyway was sending his goons out to look for the, who, who, the son that would kill him. He figured, you know, he has to be born within this period of time. So all the children born in that time were, were at some, uh, living at risk. They were in harm's way, potentially, from Khansa. So um, there was the Agasura and Nabakasura and Shakata Asura and this Asura and that Asura. Asura! Asura means one sense means to asura, ra means to enjoy asu means the senses. So this is unbecoming. Hmm? Simply to kama sinindri apriti about jivita yavat jignasu tatvajgnasu yas cayha karma bi kama sinindri apriti indri apriti love of the senses. Hmm? and Indriya Pridhi, one should not live one's life merely for love of the senses. This is human life. This is such a loss.
1: Hmm?
0: As we've heard recently from an article that someone pointed out to us that I mentioned earlier, now they've concluded that the human body is particularly wired for religious experience, the human brain. Hmm? Of course, they don't acknowledge that the religious experience is an ontological Reality, an objective reality, but we agree in part then with him. This is wired for this. It's it's a vehicle that's particularly suited for the self. To, it's it's like the self out of the womb of material nature. The soul is is taking birth. Hmm. Nature has a soul that animates it. It has a life, but it doesn't know about it, so to speak, until human life. Hmm in human life, the vehicle of the human body, we find consciousness that's prevalent everywhere, that's animating the world, suddenly becomes aware of itself, a self-awareness, an I-ness, not just a perception, for example, of pain or pleasure on some level, an acute perception of pain and happiness in human life, and... um, and more than a physical perception, we can even be physically pleased but mentally disturbed in human life. So the, the consciousness, which is the perceiving agent, is, is a, more manifest, is the idea of the Vedanta, in human life than other forms of life. It's coming out more. And the more, besides the perceiving, the bigger part of it is the sense of I, that I exists as an individual, this I ness. Hmm? So it's a great time to be alive. It's human time. Hmm? and But to, not to take advantage of that, that is a great shame. So kama in indriyapriti, we should not live life just for sense indulgence, which is basically what the less complex forms of life are living for. And no harm there. The vehicle is different. It doesn't afford one. The problem. It doesn't give one the problem, which is also the solution of why? Why? This comes in human life. Why? It's a huge it's a problem, but it's a solution. If we if we get some help, we can get the answer to the question, why do I exist? What is the purpose? Why am I? Why I have to suffer? I don't want to. As I said, is there before, is there more to life? This is the question we're asking. Is there more to life than what the senses seem to mandate and the the constraints that I uh, experience materially? Is there more? Hmm? Again, young people always want to change the world. Old people, talk about how the world has changed them. Hmm? The idea here is to stay young. the sense that you can change the world, that you can rise up beyond the restrictions of nature, that's confirmed by revelation, which says, "Om, yes, Om," And then a huge explanation, how to do that, how you can experience the more that you sense in human society, human life, is possible. The more is you. Hmm? From animality to humanity... To spirituality, to divinity, is the idea. This is this is where to go from. Where, where else would we go from here, <laughs> right? <laughs> where else does it stop here? That's a problem. Then, if it stops here, that's a problem. Hmm? If it stops, that's a problem. Hmm? So we, we 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 there's a if, without hearing from the other side, we may be discouraged to think. Well, there is no more. Hmm? And we may philosophize that there's no more, even though we try to make more and still we try to find meaning. Hmm? They say, there's no meaning to life. They may say that in some circles, there's, there's no purpose, there's no meaning, this is all nonsense. Hmm? This, this, this is an illusion in human society. And such so people are very bent on giving that meaning to life and that other people uh, embrace it. And this is the meaning, that there's no meaning. And then when you say, "Well, that sounds empty," you say, "Well, you can still find meaning within." That doesn't mean you can't find any meaning. So they're already looking for. You can't stop this. The soul is a unit of meaning, of purpose. The self, consciousness. It's a unit of, of that 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 means something. I mean, that means, in other words, material things don't mean anything because they're just like like your dreams don't mean much because they're so temporal. You can't even remember them after a little while, right? So you don't give much credence to them. So our present bodily sense of self, this little place where we've kind of like identified in the eternal flow of things, if you will, and separated ourselves from the flow. If we want to be a little Buddhist here, uh, we can look at it like that. Then... hmm, that's just a bubble. <laughs> it was a bubble in the ocean. It's gone. So that's a fact. Hmm? So to make the whole, to make to try to make a Academy Award-winning movie out of one frame of the film, it's not a good idea. This this life is one frame. How you use this frame that that is important. So if it's used simply for Indriya or pretty. This is what means love of the senses, sense objects. This is what the less complex forms of life are pursuing, and they have every right to. They don't have the question, why? Hmm? We do. And the questions that they have are answered by nature. As I said before, every species has a protective system, a defense system. You know, the deers, they can jump and run. Some of them have antlers, you know. They're fast. They can, uh, you know, everyone has a a built-in system. What to eat, how to sleep, how to mate. Nature answers these things, these how questions for every species of life. Nature doesn't answer the why question. It points in the direction where to find the why question, the answer. Hmm? to its background of consciousness hmm? as there's consciousness behind this microcosmic form of nature and the form of our body so behind the whole show hmm? would have a conversation between the part and the whole this is the idea of of uh, of adhering to to revelation conversation hmm? and and to get answers to the why and and and, uh, and, and how to solve the why problem. In other words, the why answer is not going to come from nature because it's a question that pertains not to our material necessities, which is the only thing that the self the atma can be conscious of in less complex forms of life. In the human life it can be conscious of itself, the se- sense that I exist as an individual. So now it ha- its needs are starting to come out. They're not going to be answered by nature. The other needs can be answered by nature because they're material needs. We have another need. The answer has to come from somewhere else. Hmm? It has to come from consciousness itself. It has to to speak the language of consciousness, not just the language of matter. Hmm? Our problem is we're we're a unit of consciousness, but we're a little mixed up with matter in terms of identification. So we can't quite speak that language of consciousness that well. We're babies only. We're infants in the realm of consciousness. We're just starting to feel ourselves, the I. So we we need some help, in other words, to speak the language. And the language of consciousness is, is... This is the language of love. Why? Because consciousness doesn't have any need. Hmm? So it can be a giver. Hmm? If we have a need, then we have to take. If we are full, we have no need, then we're positioned to give. And love comes from from this position. So the language of consciousness is the language of love. But we don't speak it that well. Like I said, nature never forgives humans forgive sometimes and God Krishna anyway always forgives (laughs) right always overlooking Krishna's that's why Krishna consciousness ends up in what we call the vision of the Mahabhagwat he sees everything's he oversees the faults of everyone Hmm. ultimately so so anyway the mediator scripture the revelation comes who can make sense out of that Hmm? someone who's st- gone to that side, come back, who has experience there, who's, who's, who's growing up, so to speak, nourished by that, hmm? passing that on, the mediator, who can speak the language of reason and the language of love, can help us. Hmm? But the, the, again, the answer to the why question, and it is, the, it is a question, it's what human science is about, it's a big question mark, I mean, we're even questioning how to eat, how to sleep. We're confused about that. And the reason is because we haven't answered the why question, which then would put all those things into place. Don't just live like an animal. Hmm? That doesn't mean animals are bad, but you're a human, so you should live like a human. And you're wired for religious experience, so you should inquire about it, Hmm? about spiritual experience. And it's a whole... It's, it's a whole different language. It's a whole different approach. You have to go backwards to go forward. Yeah. You know, Jivasya Jiba jiva 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 anam This is the, the Bhagavatam statement. One living being is food for another. Survival of the fittest. Bhagavatam agrees. That's the way we're going. Since when? Since anadi. Since a time without beginning. Hmm? We're accustomed. Now we have to move in a different direction. We're move. We're move Used to getting ahead by stepping on other people's heads, now we have to get ahead by having our head stepped on. Hmm? This way, we're always putting our head on the ground. Here, there might be some valuable dust there from somebody else's feet that may be good for me to serve. In other words, hmm? and people readily think that if I, serve, but if I just give, Swami, then what'll, you know, what will happen to me, right? We're accustomed, I've got to defend for myself and struggle and so forth. So we we have to learn a whole different language. We're accustomed also to thinking ourselves as the object or the subject. We're just an object, in rela- an animate one, no doubt, but in relation to the actual subject, the center. Hmm? We're like a tool to be used. Hmm? for his purpose. So this is a very, it's a very different language. So so that's why I say to understand, therefore, pranipat, you know, to learn this. It's not an academic exercise here. Uh, pranipat, we have to start to speak the language of the heart, we have to start to give ourselves, so mm-hmm. the head... Uh, head down, so bending like this. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave this kind of example. Hmm? Krishna pursuing Radha's prema took on a, f- a form for suitable for that as a practitioner, hmm? but the practice itself is perfection. Bhakti begets bhakti, so that's sadaka So today you get a sadaka hmm? It means you're not a you're not uh, you're not alone. You, 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 you've 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 like you've entered the school, so to speak for answering the why question well, it's good good guidance in a systematic way now you're going about that so this is why life should be lived kamasya indriya one's life not should not be lived only for sense gratification but kamasya indriya prieti jibe labo jiveta yavata i love this verse. jivasya tattva jignasu jivasya tattva when I was young, this verse always stood out to me. Jiva tattva jigna. We should live this human life because it gives us the chance to ask why. Hmm? Jivasya tattva jignasu means why. Why. The why of the jiva. The jiva is a big why. It's a tata, tatasta. It's a why. Hmm? Why. What am, why am I? Hmm? Why am I? Hmm? jiva sitatpa we can ask this question human life that's why it should be lived for that alone hmm? I met a guy once I tried to sell him a book of Prabhupadas and he said and I was explaining these kind of things and he said well you know what am I supposed to do like go and check out all the possibilities and I said yeah (laughs) that's what you're supposed to do everybody's giving you some idea what the purpose of life is some people saying there's no purpose there's all kinds of ideas in the marketplace you can just ignore the difficult question of why if you want and be like an animal. Sure, you can do that, but no, this is what you're supposed to do. Hmm? And this is what the Bhagavatam says bring your questions here hmm? and see if we can't answer it. This is the Bhagavatam's kind of challenge. Nasta prayeshu abhadveshu nityam bhagavata sevaya. Bring that questioning here and see if we cannot answer that, satisfy that. Hmm? So, So, the life of a sadhaka, and we follow then our Ishtadevata, our deity Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is Krishna teaching sadhana. He's pursuing his Radha's love. In the context of that, he becomes a sadhaka, so we get to learn about sadhana from him. It's kind of a byproduct of his own inner emotional, Krishna's inner emotional life. What a great opportunity. And of course, the sadhana that comes from that will take you to a very most esoteric moment introspective moment in the life of the absolute. That's why that that kind of sadhana stems from this existential crisis of Krishna. I mean, that's pretty esoteric. Uh, That's Krishna in his most introspective moments. What is it about me? He's asking the why question. It's perpetual. Hmm? The being is always still continuing to become, Hmm? exploring itself. Uh, so, the sadhana then—that is an outgrowth of that. Hmm. It will bring you to this kind of sadhya, that close, that kind of goal, that kind of a, that close to Bhagwan. This is a very special kind of sadhana. It's very, are well blessed to take, uh, participate in this. Do you follow? Hmm? There's all kinds of sadhana. You should always ask the teacher: What is the sadhya? What is the sadhana? What is the ideal? And what is the teaching, to, the, the, the path to arrive at the ideal?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, we talk about our sadhya, you know this, this sadhana, this is, this is extraordinary <laughs> also. So therefore, the sadhaka-deha is not something to take, take lightly. And in his sadhaka-deha, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu observed the jana Always. Always. Hmm? This jana it as I say, the birth of Krishna could not be celebrated by Vasudeva and Devaki. Krishna was born in the prison, taken out, and then in hiding, and they were imprisoned. So at about 11 years old, Krishna, apparently anyway, leaves the Braj. This is just another phase in the life, emotional life of Krishna. He disappears in the Braj and the longing starts to come on the part of the brudge that showcases their love the world like in no other way, like, like it couldn't otherwise. Hmm. We see, wow, like the people are trying to remember Krishna. Yogis and so these people are trying to forget Krishna and they can't. He left us. Oh we, we should just forget him. It's been he's never going to come back. They can't forget him. They're trying. Hmm. The measure of their love is showcased in their separation. Meanwhile, for the sake of other devotees like Vasudeva and Devaki, love pray of a different Mm, flavor, mm-hmm. perfect in itself. Um, subjectively speaking, he comes back and he kills the Kamsa, so they're freed from the prison and so forth, and there's a celebration and all. And uh, and so Nanda Nandamar, of course, went with Krishna. They're just two young boys, Krishna and Balaram, and he promised to bring them back shortly. The Brajbasis couldn't bear him going. But he said, "Look, I've got to kill this Kamsa." Somebody. Vasudev and David, my devotees, they're in jail over this. Now I'm old enough to do the task. I've got to go. And there was a, there was a invitation sent out by Kamsa. Because he, his henchmen who kept coming, these yogis and taking different forms and shapes and which were all different, they all constitute different ways to try to kill God by, by, you know, by the wind, by the fire, by, by the water, uh, uh, and so forth. The Christian teaches in the Gita what to speak of me. All these things. The soul, you, cannot be burned by fire, withered by the wind, drowned by the water. No. There's no death for you. What to speak of me? All these yogis, we have studied the Leela of these demons, they're all trying in different ways, making themselves into a fire, into a. Into a into a wind like Trinavarta and so forth, and all different ways to kill, kill Krishna. But no, it's, you cannot be killed. You cannot be killed for that matter.
1: Hmm?
0: Huh? So Krishna comes to Mathura. He's of age now. He, so this is the last resort of Kamsa. He realizes, I've sent all these henchmen of mine. To the bru and they keep getting defeated by Krishna they keep getting defeated by Krishna hmm? one after another each one is each one is building on the other's previous experience oh so this one tried like this and that one tried like that so I'll do it in this way hmm? each one becomes more well thought out and uh, so forth so to speak and Krishna's handily defeating all of these attempts to to kill him hmm? and so Kamsa realizes this is the kid that is, is, is going to kill me that the oracle said and so so he sends the, now all of these people these, these yogis who are manifesting these different powers and so forth as I said the other day they're all under the jurisdiction of Kamsa he had all defeated them at some point so they all became subordinate to him so he's he's powerful the Putana, the Agha, the Trinavarta, and so forth—all these Vatsasura, all these demons—if you will—they are all under Kamsa's. They're his henchmen. They're his order carriers. He's very powerful. So he invites Krishna and Balram. These boys in Vrindavan—they seem to be get, getting a little reputation over there. People are talking about them. So bring them to the big city. Hmm? He's like the you know the, the mayor or something, or the governor and the province of and pays taxes to Mathura, to Kamsa. So, when he when the governor says, bring those boys in here, you know. and we're going to have a sporting event, so he put these two wrestlers up, Chanura and Mustika, Mustika. they were very powerful, and uh, so the boys were invited to a wrestling match. Boys wrestle, you know, and that's part of this uh, sakyaresa vidarasa mm-hmm. And it's a it tended to kind of a complimentary rasa to a friendly rasa so these boys were always wrestling with one another in sport and so forth so anyway they get to the arena they come in it's a whole story how they get in there and they, they, the hurdles that they overcome very readily to get to the arena and there all the people are gathered and Krishna stands in the arena and everybody sees him from a different angle mm-hmm some see him as a friend, some see him as the paramatma, some see all the different rasas, five primary, seven secondary. Hmm? Every, so he demonstrates right there, I'm Rasaraj. Hmm? Hmm. I'm hmm? There's no I can reciprocate in all kinds of love with every individual atma, jiva, jivatma, hmm? completely. This is my position. And so... There he is. That's the theological reality. But meanwhile in terms of Bhava, which is makes it more interesting, little Krishna and little Balaram, eleven year old boys are gonna fight with these big wrestlers and so forth. So Kamsa thinks that's all fair, right? And other people think, What kind of travesty is this? you know, it's unfair. But anyway, they definitely defeat them and so forth. And then is horrified. That was his last line of defense, so to speak. So Krishna jumps into the stands and he grabs Kamsa like this and Kamsa dies just out of fear. Kamsa was, is preoccupied with thoughts of Krishna constantly in fear. Ultimately, Krishna didn't kill his own uncle. That wouldn't have been appropriate. He's very expert. Kamza was, of course, as we said, we heard the brother of Devaki who on the chariot during her wedding was ready to behead her when the oracle came from the sky that the eighth son of Devaki will kill you and so forth. So, it's all over now. Vasudeva and Devaki say, "We want to celebrate your birthday. We never got to celebrate your birthday (laughs) Hmm? in all this time." So, can you tell us? And, and they have again their mood their 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 love with him is is mixed with parental love and a sense that he's God unlike Nanda Minnesotada who have no sense that he's God at all, which makes their the very different there and the intimacy um, much greater so they say that we like so how can we celebrate you tell us and so give us a give us a a, a vow how it will be observed so. For all time, then Krishna speaks the vow, how to do the Janmasthami, how my birthday should be celebrated. And all the Vaishnavas listen up through the ears of Vasudev and Devaki, how we shall observe the, the Janmasthami. And our beloved Gopal Vatta Goswami in his Hari Harivakti Vilas, which is the Smriti of the Bodhi Vaishnavas, it tells how they do everything in the, in the, with regard to the realm of ritual and their conduct, so he's written. The observance of the Janmashtami, how it will be done. And some licenses given for the gurus, according to time and the circumstance, edit it slightly and so forth. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu observed this this Janamastami. It's very important, actually. Um, it's a type of vrata like a kadisi, like Ramnomi, like uh, Radastami, the day of Radha, the day of Ram, the day of, and so forth. These are um, uh, um, important. They technically they are called Baba Sambandi, Baba Mai, Baba Sambandi, Baba Baba These things are uh, means that the center of our practice as sadhakas is that. We have an ideal. Hmm? Like I said, if you go into the mall and you want to go to the, you know, the top room, then some special shop, then there's a map there. Then it says, here is that special shop. And it also says, and you are here. So these things we have to know. We have to know where we're going to go, where we want to go and where we are, both things. You can't have one without the other. If you know where you are, but you don't know where you want to go, that's no good. If you know where you want to go, but you don't know where you are, then you can't get there. So you have to know both things. You have to know where you want to go, and then you got to focus your attention on the next step in terms of where you are for going there. It would be unbecoming, simply to be standing here and wanting to go there and thinking you're going there without focusing what what the next step here is. Hmm? That's unbecoming. We shouldn't be taken cheaply like that. Hmm? So where do you want to go? That's the question. And then the general idea is, you want to go through the door that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has opened into that Vrajalila. You want to go there. Hmm? And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda have opened two rooms in the house there for us. Friendly love and romantic love uh, of Krishna. Romantic love following the wake of Radha's love for Krishna, and friendly love following in the wake of Balaram, Krishna's friends, and, and so forth, and and some in between. It's also possible. So general ideas. Yeah, I want to go to Goloka. I want the intimacy with Bhagavan. I want to follow the. the, the uh, it's, I'm, I'm engaging in the sadhana that corresponds with these esoteric moments in the life of Krishna. Hmm? You want to p- directly participate in it, to support it, in a supporting role in the leela. Hmm? Direct participation, so so forth. Uh, so, hmm. this you should know what you're getting involved in here. Hmm? Right? And that understanding should be refined over time as you listen, and understand more, and then, then the practice. So part of the that, that's that's called Baba Mai. This is the center of our practice. You should think, I want to go there now. You should. We say, well, wait a minute. I thought the teaching was you didn't want anything. To have a desire is a problem, right? Desires are problematic. Buddha said, Krishna... Thirst, desire, causes dukkha. Suffering, here he is, the wisdom of the Godhead, the Buddha. It's pretty wise. Thirsting, desiring, causes suffering. And here we're talking about desiring to go there. But what is that place? That's the point. Hmm? That is selflessness played out in an eternal drama. Hmm? It's an interesting idea because it's, it's selflessness. More than that, it's self forgetfulness. There's self sacrifice, which is something we do consciously, and then there's self forgetfulness, which we're on automatic. So this is this is the of Self forgetfulness, but it, it takes the shape of a of a of a of a life, of a world, of a drama.
1: Hmm?
0: Hmm. So to want to go there is to want to be selfless. Hmm? So no contradiction. So we should want that. should have a strong, I mean, I joined this to go there, to be there. I mean, not, you know, people talk about spreading it around and so forth. Yeah, that's good too, as much as it helps you go there. <laughs> Otherwise, what's the value? The Prophet told me very early on when I was when it was, he was told, "Oh, this young boy is selling many of your books, and perhaps that's very good." He wrote, "Make sure he reads them too."
1: <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> of course, I was. But that uh, personal instruction like that—I, some of you may know—I took that to heart. So, um, charity—we yeah, should give. Charity begins at home, so we should give to ourselves. We should—we are here to make spiritual advancement. That's what we're here for. All these things are to facilitate that. If they don't, forget it. Throw them out. I'll tell you right now. If it's not helping you, then then forget it. We're not here to just preserve some institution, some building. It's a nice building. And it is helping. So it's beautiful in that way, too. It is facilitating. But if at some point these things that are gathered together to help us, become a problem for any particular reason. Institutions sometimes do that, for example, then you can, you can burn it down. Hmm? There will be no loss. So you should be driven by this. I'm here to make spiritual progress. Of course, if you're here and you're not making spiritual progress, and others are, maybe that's you. So you got to you know talk about that and adjust yourself and so forth. Take advantage of the facilities. But this is what we're here for. Hmm? To change, in other words. This is now. You're not going to stay the same. You've got to change. And you have to change a lot. Hmm? All for the better. You have to transform. And transform into ecstasy, ultimately. So it's pretty inviting. that point, Frame it like that. So this Baba Mai, then, I mean, this is, means this ideal. I'm, this is what my practice, my sadhana is orbiting around this ideal. Hmm? And then there are things that are directly related to that we call that Baba Sambandhi it's direct Sambandhi it's in relation directly in relation to the ideal like hearing chanting hmm? Vishwana Chakravarti Thakur says beginning with Ado Vashraya, Diksha Shikshadi hmm? um, Vishrambha Vishrambhena Guru Seva uh, Sadhu all these things given by Rupa Goswami taking shelter of the guru, hearing from him or her, hmm? when the doubts are removed by hearing submissively, diksha, more siksha, instruction, hmm? service, hmm? he lists a list of so many things. hmm? All these things, these are the limbs of sadhana bhakti. These are sambandhi, so they are in direct relation to that. They directly... Promote that, um, uh, bring that, uh, help to facilitate that unfolding, that blossoming, blossoming of the Baha'u'llah. Mayi means dasya, sakya, vatsalya. So. And among these things, then this be observance is mentioned, so it's very important. Other such vows like a and so forth. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu very strictly observed the Sikadasi. He got really absorbed in it, in Puri, actually. They played it out. He was a sannyasi dressed like a gopa. He and Ram, they had sticks, and, oh, and there was a huge yogurt bathing of everybody. And We'll, we'll get to that one of these years, maybe. <laughs> but uh, some fasting, anyway. <laughs> And it's not just refraining from food. Upavas means to reside. Upa means close. So upavas means to fast, but it means to reside close to God here in this context. Why? Because the eating is taking us out. That's the, that's the idea. Eating means I'm, I'm eating to live. Or maybe I'm living to eat. That's even worse. But... Um, Right, we eat because we have to, we think. Mm -hmm. To maintain our body, our sense of self. So eating symbolizes going, is, is the basic, right? Well, that's the bottom line here. You gotta eat. Right? And so we're giving it up at the bottom line. We're stopping eating. We're so radically interested in stopping this taking propensity that this bodily identification has got us implicated in and is so unbecoming hmm? I mean what is a soul how beautiful is that I mean, what could we possibly do to you know to hmm, make our bodily sense of self so beautiful and profound and beauty in the material world it's just changing with the with the with the with the year. What's in this year? You no, know, what's not but what, what's ugly this year is beautiful next year, and ten years, so, you know, this changes again and so forth. No, not like that kind of fleeting sense of beauty. Beauty and beauty and profundity, you know, beauty with with meaning, where where true truth and beauty are synonymous. Not where the two are divorced. The beauty is falsity. Hmm? No. Beauty of the self. So, this is what we want. Hmm? Sadness for this, to bring that out. Hmm? So, and upalas, that's part of it. Sometimes, in terms of it meaning fasting. Hmm? Fasting. We don't just fast. A fellow I met once, I was speaking to him about these kind of things rather casually, and he said, So, I find this really interesting and I might want to get involved. I said, You're welcome to get involved. And he said, but one thing is, like, he had long dreadlocks. He said, um, I could never cut my hair. I said, Oh, really? How come? He said, It's all my power is in my hair. He was probably faking it, but there are, it is possible to keep mystic powers in your hair, so forth. The yogis do that. And I said, Oh, well, see, that's different from what we teach here. We, we don't teach about how to get power, that's not what we teach. We teach how to serve the one who's actually powerful, that's the difference. And we become powerful thereby. <laughs> we become closely upavas, we become closely, we reside close to the one who has all power. And we can we can remain just simple
1: <laughs>
0: and be well protected. When I was a kid, we used to go ice skating on the pond, my brother and I, and there was these other guys, bigger guys, you know, a couple of years old or something like that. They used to beat up on us and stuff, so it was, it was troublesome because we liked to go out there and skate around. And then and, um, and they would come and give us a hard time, so... One day, my father came out with us skating around, and we skated right up to them like that, you know, and all around them, uh, you know. <laughs> we were still as weak as ever, but by association, then we were strong. Hmm. So... <laughs> This is our position, not to try to artificially become strong. So you got some power in your hair, and you, don't want, you don't want to cut it. But it will be cut off anyway, and right? it'll fall out. What it'll turn gray? <laughs> what about that? So it's not about acquiring power, at least our path. It's about serving the one who has the power. Hmm? thats well, We think that's a little wiser way to go. So. So, oop of us, I mean, it's, it's again, we kind of moving it backwards. We become strong by giving up eating. You think if I eat, I'll become strong and fit. Hmm? But, but we don't just fast for anything, for any time. Whenever Prabhupada would meet somebody, I've heard it sometimes in taped conversations, he would meet with people and, and sometimes people would say, uh, Prabhupada would offer some prasad. He, he would take some prasad from, you know, from our, from our temple here to eat and they said well, I'm, I'm fasting actually I'm fasting and purpose really why what for what are you fasting? what's the purpose behind your fasting hmm? and so in Vaishnavism, we have a we, we fast why Why fast I mean there's enough trouble <laughs> just living in the world that we, why invite some you know austerity and so forth so for a purpose the days of Hari that commemorate you know something like the birth of Hari it's a great moment in human society. So, to become close to him, then to at the bottom line, we'll, we'll take out the, you know the, the foundation of our taking propensity, something like that, which is you've got to eat to stay alive and continue to be a taker. Hmm. So, uvavas, it means not just fasting from food, this is the spirit behind it. To come close, to reside close to God means to be a giver and to be a dependent, to recognize our dependence. That's how we become great. That's how we become strong. People think, yes, yeah, okay, if you're weak, you need religion, it's okay, I don't mind. It's okay with me if you need it. So the difference between such people and ourselves is we acknowledge that we need it and they don't. <laughs> mm-hmm as weak as anybody the beginning of strength is to recognize your weakness we have an inherent weakness otherwise why we're in this condition even though we're consciousness here we're acting like we're matter like we have limitations we're acting like we could die at any minute due to our identification with matter this indicates we're inherently weak Hmm. but that's only because we have not understood ourselves as a part in relation to the whole that's where our strength lies Mm-hmm. so we don't become the whole but we become connected with the whole and we understand our connection with the whole and we become strong, meaningful and so forth our purpose is, is found so, at any rate, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu observed this Janmasthami it's it's uh, technically called as I say, It's it's directly related to the cultivation of the of the life filled with bhava, bhava mai, like it's a friend of Krishna, attendant of Radha, something like this. Hmm? So it should be observed as, as, as taught, you know, in the Guru Parampara where you're, you're coming. It may be adjusted here and there and so forth, but this is how we're observing it today at any rate. So, that is uh, something I wanted to say about the Janamasas to me in terms of the vow that the Vaishnavas, how did, how that they observe this, why we observe it, what it is, and uh, and then there may be different details and so forth. Today, later on, we'll be bathing the deities in uh, ghee and um, yogurt and milk and so forth and chanting different uh, songs appropriate to the time. At midnight, there'll be the Arthi Krishna period at midnight um, and, uh, and then there'll be some prasad and then tomorrow's another festival commemorating the appearance of Prabhupada so with that then we'll give the initiations and um, so uh, who's closest you can come forward uh, bring me the those beads where's, where's, where's the oh well I thought I'd give some out it, the box came, okay. it was in my room, You didn't see it. No. Hold on, where's Abhay Krishna? Mm. Did you take that box of tea lock It was in my room? Mm. With all the phone things in it? Oh, okay, go up there and look for it. And uh, there should be little boxes in there. Yeah, bring me a few, five. So we're going to give nam, hari nam initiation to some devotees. Some of the devotees will receive the second initiation, mantra diksha, as well. Hmm? And then we're going to give the veesh, cloth, to some of the uh, residents here who have uh, been here for some time under my guidance, and they will become monks officially. Um, on two different levels, as our system works, and so that's what we're doing. And um, I'm going to give you the beads here. These now, this is a mala, right? Mala means means this. This is a mala, <laughs> and uh, actually, ma means wealth and lami's to give so it's I'm giving you some wealth here in the form of a mala made from Tulsi so this is another aspect of our sadhana in the rag line to, to Chaitanya Mahapur was giving given us um, and that is that there I mentioned Baba Mai, the ideal Babasamundi things like hearing and chanting, taking initiation and so forth that are directly related to to the unfolding of that 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 baba, that praying. Then there are things Baba that are favorable to it. So this wearing of the Tulsi is like that. The wearing of the Vaishnav tilak is like that. These this Tulsi is is um, Vishnupriya, very dear to, to Vishnu. And so, she, in the Vrindavan, as Vrindadevi, she represents this uh, Shakti that orchestrates uh, the pastimes of Krishna, a particular manifestation of Yoga Maya. So, she has a lot of power. To bring you in, in touch with Krishna's desire. Yogamaya means like a shadow of Krishna, following him everywhere, facilitating his every desire. Before he even he just she anticipates the thought, so to speak. So she manifests externally as Purnamasi, as Brindadevi, and so, this, so Tulsi beads. Tulsi is a manifestation of Brindadevi. So this is uh, the Vaishnavas proudly wear these uh, these Tulsi beads and they get wealth like this of shakti, power, to do, to do bhajan, to do, to do spiritual practice. The bhajanakriya, as advised by the guru, it takes strength to do that. Still, we're in a stage, at this point, of initiation, where the mind may draw on us, our animality may draw upon us. So these things are meant to give us strength. And I've said in a, in a, in a humorous way, but it's, it's factual, actually, also. If you wear these beads, as you should proudly, people will see them and ask you about them and, and remind you in that way. You know, give you a chance to speak about what you're about. When you start to, you, yourself to speak about what you're about, it you know, solidifies what you heard. You were about, hmm. yeah. I must be about that. It's coming out of my own mouth. This is what I am. Yeah, I'm for this, and this is why. I've got reasons too, as a matter of fact. And mm-hmm. and then you may be even challenged, and you may rise to the occasion. So these beats help us. You know, they're proactive. Hmm. This is uh, Krishna's. Uh, um, Shakti, these are, these are things that are dear to Krishna. So. They should be honored. Hmm? Um, we find in the, in, in the Dhammadur Leela that, that Rad, uh, the Yoda Yodasoda was perplexed. She had special milk boiling on the stove that had been uh, drawn from sp- special cows that were grazed on special grasses because Krishna was found to be going out to other homes and stealing milk and butter. So, Mother, you sort of complained to Nanda on the mirage. you've got you the king of the cowards, and you can't even keep our son at home here. And so he said, okay, let me pick out special cows from the herd. I'm going to grow special grasses. And so she was churning that milk, and, and, uh, and then she was nursing Krishna. And then the milk started to boil over on the stove, so she was, what should she do? Should she tend to the milk, or should she tend directly to Krishna, who was suckling from her breast? She opted to put Krishna down, and tend to the milk. Hmm? This says to us that although this rag bhakti that we're involved in, here you're in the very beginning stage, ultimately it's about inner life, right? Hmm? It's about awakening to a spiritual identity, stepping into that and so forth, the bhavadeha, and and in, in using your sadhaka day in such a way that will only be favorable for that. Um, so you might think that well it's all internal why should I what does what wearing something have to do with it right yeah it's not what you wear that's no, true but some these are special clothes this is a special getup you know <laughs> that, uh, that that uh, for reasons and has spiritual power. And it's 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 tending to things that are dear to Krishna, so uh, decorating yourself with the Tulsi that's uh, that's uh, pleasing to Krishna, and it will help to facilitate your internal life in a simplistic way, as I mentioned. Hmm? people ask you about it and so forth, and in other ways, unseen ways. So these Tulsi beads are always to be worn. Hmm? always. Prabhupada called him like a dog collar, you know. So sort of, you got a master. Here's your collar, or something like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. It sounds bad, but he used to. Say <laughs> but he used to say, "I'm just a dog myself of the Vaishnav." But, but, but to be a dog of a Vaishnav, that's a good thing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's a high thing. What is a, what is a real devotee? To be a, associated with a real devotee and with Krishna in any small way is a big thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's bigger, Bhakti, even said to be an insect. In Krishna's service, than a Brahma, hmm. but height of the world, material world, who's not a devotee, if there could be such a thing. So, you want to wear them? Right? Okay, that's what you're signing on to here. Sit down. No, no, sit up. Sit, <laughs> sit up. Sit down. Okay, that looks good. Then T lock. Okay, this is the T lock. So this T lock is uh, for you mix with water like this. Then you adorn the body in twelve places using Vishnu's different names on different parts of the body. That's, that's called mnasta, mantra. Om, om So forth. So that's also, that's. this is the clay from the place where Krishna's pastimes are. You're taking that on your head, covering your body with that. This is, you'll be dressed in a brudge, rudge as it's called, the dust of the brudge, where all those cows' hoof prints are and Krishna's pastimes is very auspicious. This is like, you know, Shiva wears ashes and we wear this. This is the idea, so you can take the key lock. Okay? Then for chanting... Mm-hmm. You should chant 16 rounds every day. I'm not giving you a number to choose. Okay, that's the minimum for you, and you can always chant more until I tell you. Then you chant 32. Then you can't chant less less than that. Hmm? Okay, so you start with the big bead, middle finger and the thumb. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Ram, Hare Ram Ram Ram, Ram Hare Hare. Go to the next bead. Right, all the way around. That's one round. Back around is two rounds. So. The other thing is, then, you should avoid those things that are said to like foster the influence of of Kali Yuga. Hmm. intoxication, the cruelty to animals, which is, which mandates that for the most part they have a vegetarian diet. Hmm. Um, and um, and you're, you're going to live here. You, you want to live here as a monastic, so you'll be celibate. Hmm. We'll see how that goes, but I think you have good good promise for that. You have to stay for a few years, then you can get this color claw. <laughs> so, um, and uh, anyway, the things that foster collie are, you don't have to worry about all of them, because one of them is that um, gambling, which means you should have, you know, you shouldn't you should have a life, a proper livelihood. That's, that's um, kind of ethically sound and so forth. Gambling means kind of like cheating, you know, trying to beat the system type of a thing. So you're living here. You don't have to worry about it. You know, this is your livelihood. But anyway, those things should be avoided. Intoxication, meat-eating, gambling, and sex life should be regulated. Like everybody agrees, sex life should be regulated on some level, right? You can't just go jump on somebody in the mall without getting arrested. So just a question of where you draw the line. So everybody draws a line somewhere, we draw it here. For you, then sell it. If you, those of you who are not who are in a relationship, then keep it to a relationship so that it has more meaning than than just the animal side of it. So we're not just animals is the idea. So, all right, so your name, then you take the beads, is Goloka, Goloka Das. Yeah. And you just come a little closer, I'll say something else to you here, in your right ear. Om.
1: Um.
0: Okay. Very good. So next. So all these things I said to your god brother Goloka, they pertain to you too. Right? Except for one thing, and that is how much you will chant. You see, he's living here, so he has to chant less. <laughs> <laughs> That's the teaching, actually, because there's more protection here, right? Yeah, he's, he has more, he's living in a spiritual environment, so. So you tell me now, whisper in my ear, how much you're going to chant, how much. Every day. Very good. Okay, so I accept that. Then gradually more, like he will do more. Everyone will do more, eventually. So you do that. That's your. That's between you and me. Okay. And then um, you avoid these other things, right? And um, I'll give you these beads. So wear them proudly, okay? Make your mother proud of you,
1: huh?
0: <laughs> and all the Vaishnavas. knows. sit down so so now you how old are you 18 so you've been my student for 18 years right (laughs) Uh so that she she was conceived in in my house right with my permission Hmm? blessing so all this time now you've been waiting for the initiation so at that time I named you do you know that I gave your name did you know that yeah, yeah. Your full name is Krishna Rati. Krishna Rati—that's the name I gave you. I think they call you Rati. That's okay for short. So, Krishna Rati Dasi. Okay. <issements> okay. Krishna Rati Dasi. It means. Servant of one who's attached to being attached to Krishna.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Servant of one who's of attachment to Krishna. So we want, we want to serve that ideal. Pujala raga langi. We should serve that ideal of attachment to Krishna exhibited by the inhabitants of Vrindavan. That's, that's our ideal. We should serve that ideal. Then it will come within us in due course of time. We can't just jump up there, but we should serve those, pe- those that ideal. So we should speak about that and we should tell the people about that as much as possible, as much as they're interested. <laughs> okay? So, next... Okay, so you understand everything? (laughs) All right, where are these beads? You known me? I've
1: known you for two years.
0: I think that's all, huh? Mm-hmm. Are you sure?
1: Possibly longer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think so. Okay, so let's stick together. You and me. So now, okay, you can tell me how much you're going to chant. Okay, very good. Excellent. So. So you're going to live here sometimes, sometimes at Madhavan, back and forth, huh? With your husband,
1: mm.
0: who's getting a second initiation today also, right? And when did you come here? When you were 16? 15. 15. 15. Okay, good. So, you two should stick together and help one another as you are. And, um, I have a lot of confidence in both of you. You're a good example, okay? So you chant your rounds every day and follow the principles I mentioned, to avoid Kali Yuga. That means the fifth one I didn't mention, is like not hoarding gold.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Somebody the other day asked a question, a politician, if there's really any gold in Port Knox left, given the economy. But anyway, money, so don't hoard money. Hmm? you're a householder, so, but you should have some money. Don't let me take it all. That won't, then you won't be able to be a householder. <laughs> you have to have some money, but enough to keep afloat and spend your time, money, same thing, in um, something more meaningful than acquisition, right? Okay, so your name is Priyanarma. Priyanarma Devi.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Priyanarma means it means like dear and uh, happy. Priyanarma, dear and happy. Krishna has friends that are very dear and happy,
1: <laughs>
0: both female Priyanarmas and male Priya So Servant of that kind of ideal. Okay. All right. Next. Okay, so we met here at John Me some time ago, right? Yeah. Here we are again. Okay, good. So you follow all this pretty much, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I have good confidence in you. You have a good heart and good intentions. And uh, I've seen your, um, your understanding grow uh, at a rate that I'm... Uh, um, Indicates you're your, your listening and uh, you have some, some background in all this. It's now coming to the fore in your life, to, again, to take advantage of. So, trying to take full advantage in this life, okay? Yeah. All right, let me give you these beats. All these beads that you know come in a generic size. So if you want to make them smaller or anything like that, you can do that. Keep the spare ones though, if you do. Or larger if you need more. We have more. Okay, so. I have an extra set, huh? Is that who Oh, that's where goes. Okay, yeah. Alright, so. Tell me how much you're gonna change. Okay, every day, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, usually an an even number. That's an odd number. That's good. That's (laughs) that's interesting. Okay. Uh, I like the odd numbers, actually. Okay, so your name, then, is Chintamani. Chintamani. Chintamani, you know what it means? It means... Money means jewel and chinta means like like chetana consciousness so consciousness makes all things possible in this world without consciousness there's no meaning right it's animating the whole world and so forth we're a particle of that consciousness so so the money the jewel of consciousness is means the jewel that can make all things possible Hmm? So it's said that the land of Krishna is made of Chintamani. All things possible there. When Krishna is in the center, then all things are possible. All things are harmonized. Hmm? That is Vrindavan. So be a resident of that place. Chintamani, Devi. Okay. Very good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, come, come, come. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama,
1: Rama Hare
0: Hare. It's sufficient for giving on the beads. I chant on the beads before I give them, so sufficient. But sometimes giving an ear when I remember is good too. Alright, so then what? Then uh let come forward here. Okay, Nita Sundar. So you've been here how long? Three and a half years. Three and a half years. All right. And um, and your mother's a Vaishnav, right? Father, too? From, yeah.
1: From
0: Initiated by Prabhupada, both of mother and father. So, so over 18, you're 18 now or 21? 21. You came here when you were 18, right. Okay, so, um, good. Our system here is you have to stay here for, what, three years, is it? As a monastic in, in training, and I see if that's going to work for you, and then still. So, and we give this saffron cloth. This is very dear to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? This this color actually. It's also the color of sakirasa incidentally. Aruna. It's like the sunrise. Um, and it's supposed to have some like fire to it, you know. So yeah, they will. It's supposed to become good association by wearing this. Hmm? You understand? Now you've been soaking up good association. Now you have to be good association. People will look to you because this color will stand out in the crowd. Hmm? You have to explain, these aren't pajamas. I'm <laughs> Don't arrest me. I'm here for a reason. <laughs> I've got a cause. All right? Something like that. So, yeah, people are going to be looking at you now like you're somebody and you have to think, I'm nobody, but Guru Mahal is very kind to me. So, I have to live up to his kindness hmm? and represent this um, it's ideal, okay? So you will wear this in a, like like the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wore his dhoti in, in Navadvip. Hmm? Um, after a few years and we have another level of this which I talk about then, okay? So, there we are. That's your wish. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay,
0: so, you next time. So, so, you've been here for how long? Five and a half years. Five and a half years. How long are you staying? Forever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So, um, so then you've been wearing that cloth for a couple of years now, right? And that, Three years. So, this is the way that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wore his cloth in Navadweep. But after he left Navadvipa he became a sannyasi. So, he wore it differently. And um, so... I'm going to give you cloth like it in the wore war in that way, but um, not giving you sannyas so that's an, another thing that's with addition of danda and mantra and so forth but this is I means that uh, what it means to me is this it means that sannyas is for really in a prominent way representing the teaching to the public hmm. Anyone that wears this color is going to represent it to some extent, but um, so certain devotees will be very much suited for that, hmm? and I haven't determined whether that's the case with you or not. And um, uh, by your own example, you do, and in so many ways. But um, but I I, I uh, am acknowledging here publicly that the other elements of the um, Renounced order, I find in you, and I'm happy with that. So we wear this fish proudly. Okay. Okay, Gorsundar. So Gorsundar, he has lost his
1: beads.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So that was at Madhavan. He felt very bad about that. So um, I told him when he, I I gave him some beads there, but I told him to come here, I'll give him beads again. He asked me, hey, please give me some of the beads and give me some kind of punishment for losing my beads. That's what he said, right? Something like that? Mm -hmm. Something I can do to make up for that. I never heard of that kind of idea. but thought about it and I've decided to punish you very severely. <laughs> so I'm going to give you these beads and this is what I want from you. I want you to to, um, to live in one of my ashrams as a brahmachari for the rest of your life. That's your punishment.
1: <laughs>
0: we'll talk about change of color some other time. But that's, that's what you got <laughs> today. So, this auspicious event, I ask all the Vaishnavas, Vaishnavis here, all the well-wishers and so forth, all the participants to please give their blessings and, uh, and encouragement to these devotees. Um, that means a lot uh, to them, means a lot to me, so try to give them some support on this auspicious day and grow by doing so, grow by giving so krishna janama master Maho, Jai, mahotsav ki jay varnatanand ki jay gouri vishnu guru parampara ki jay isi bhakt Sami swami prabhapat ki jay bhakti rakshak sridhar dev goswami marsh ki jay bhakti siddhanth swasuchitak purpradat ki jay bhakti binod parivar ki Jai, kaur bhakt vrind ki jay bahut prem